Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. Todd Perry right here. And uh, the right of me once hey, again. Hey. Oh, oh. You came in early on that. I figured we'd have our timing down. And to the right of me is... Todd, how we doing? Fuck your eyes right here. Kind of. Let's try it again here. Amp let up me, the energy. Let me, let, me, let me try it again here. Crank it up. Yeah, get it going, Elliot. And announcer Elliot. Yes, sir. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, about a third of our listeners are in Canada. And uh, I, but yeah, you guys should know this in the audience. If you're Canadian, you listen to the show. You're not alone. Canadians love us. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. We're cool with that. Yeah, I mean, Canadians are the funniest people in the world. If like all of our listeners are like Long Beach Airport, can you hear that? Um, if all of our listeners were like in uh, the Republic of Chad, I'd be like, it's kind of weird. Like we got a bunch of people in LA and people in Chad, not known for their sense of humor. But Canadians, uh, good times. Yeah, all good. the funniest uh, American humorists are Canadians. Yes. If anyone from Kids in the Hall is listening to us, I feel honored. Oh, yeah? Ditto. Oh, yeah, exactly. Ditto. Uh, I never watched that show. Yeah. Oh, come Poo-poo on, on you, sir. Yeah, come on, Todd. All right, Just so um, faroutpodcast.com is our website, and um, I don't know if I really pimp stuff on our website enough so i just want to mention it real quick uh we have an unreleased shows section on the site and you can go in and i have a bunch more i have to post we've, we've like not released like 10 tons. shows yeah tons of stuff and so if you have a far out jones and you want to hear a show um if you have no discretion yes the, some of them were unreleased for a purpose like we recorded it not having much prep or something we're like oh well there's actually some funny stuff in here i don't want to downgrade it but um Maybe I'm just giving people a reason not to listen to that stuff. But we have a we have one thing, and it's of old KLSX demos I did back in the day with a gal named Shauna Woolsey and uh, Buck's old radio partner Quinn Bernhagen. Right. Uh, I have a a track of that stuff up there, and it has um, some stuff I did on the Conway and Whitman show uh, with Brian Whitman and Carrie Kasem. It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, so we've got that under unreleased shows. And we also have another link says appearances. And there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Buck hasn't done any appearances on other shows yet, but... Ixnay. Oh, well, he did that uh, pudding show. He did the pudding show. That's true. Oh, I should post the entire uh, pudding talk. Let's put it on. Okay, maybe I'll I'll work at getting the link from... um, What was the guy's name who did pudding talk? I forgot. I don't remember. Yeah, I I gotta call him. And uh, get a link. If he'll answer the phone. That's true. I mean, I think the pudding talk guy, he has a great show. Um, when it, when if you go to iTunes and it has like you know different shows you have sports shows comedy if you look up pudding you'll find the pudding talk guy has the the highest ranked show when it comes to talking about pudding so uh, you can check that out but uh, the pudding talk uh, episode besides that it's uh, all the low budgets I did after leaving the show and uh, Krista's show pretty good podcast for those of you who are fans of that. There you go. So, and uh, Geo Show, because I've done a lot of like long ass interviews with Giovanni, a uh, friend of the show, friend of mine, even though I never met him, 
Giovanni. I've talked a million times, and I love Giovanni. Uh, so we've got that on the site. So let's keep it moving here. Uh, there's a show on the Learning Channel oh, yeah. called Strange Addictions. And um, before on the show, we broke down some of the uh, better clips of people with strange addictions. And um, so I love playing these on the show. And it, it's a fantastic show. It's people into really weird shit. Now, um, I'm not addicted to it, but to start off the conversation, as I have a swig of beer, yes. and talk about something I'm not addicted to. <laughs> the other day... I had a client meeting because I I, I, I I work in advertising, but uh, we do a lot of I, I write radio commercials for a living, and so we were looking we were trying to get a uh, a guy to endorse one of the products we have. So we went to the house. I, I don't want to be too specific because just because it's professional, I try to keep my professional life in my. Hmm. <laughs> Whoa, Buck! You're making like a real haughty Put, face. Putting on airs there, yeah. I wasn't putting on air. I was just saying that, that you know, I, I, you know. I don't want to talk about it, but uh, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's do it. It wasn't really like a humble brag. I know, but I did whisper it, all right. It's <laughs> loud and clear. Losing a shit right there. <laughs> I am not an arrogant person, okay? <laughs> <laughs> As Buck looks away. Continue, continue, beer. continue. Continue. So, <laughs> I was at a client meeting with a guy who was, I'll say it this way, he's a prominent environmentalist, and mm, okay. I, I was at his house to like get some information for some radio spots who might be running him with him endorsing an eco-friendly product. But anyway, so I was at the guy's house, and uh, I had this moment, it was a really, uh, I guess you'd refer to it as a limousine liberal moment. Where I was hanging out at the environmentalist guy's house. He was a really sweet guy. Gave us some really nice wine. And then at the end, he's like, oh, I've got this coffee you've got to try. So I was like, oh. And my boss is like, oh, I've heard about this. This is the kind of stuff that costs like, you know, 30 bucks a cup. Is this what I think it is? Wow. Yes, it is what you think it is. Oh, shit. Now, this for people who aren't from LA, you're going to lose yourself and feel that this state needs to be nuked from the earth. The guy brings out coffee. That's mm-hmm. made from a special bean that is fed to a monkey somewhere in some impoverished part of the world. Okay. And the monkey eats the beans, and then people forge through the monkey shit. And then they brew the coffee out of these beans. And the guy, the guy had this kind of coffee, and he brewed me a cup of $30 coffee made out of monkey shit. That shit cray. Very cray, Buck. That shit cray. Very great. I mean, this is some high class white shit cray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is seriously stupid, really. And I drank the cup of coffee, and you know what? It was one of the best fucking coffees I've ever had was the monkey the shit. Monkey coffee. shit. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a coffee junkie. I've worked in a couple of coffee have shops. Have you had it? I have not. The, I've, I'm familiar with the You've cat heard of one. This. I've heard of the cat one. I haven't heard the monkey one yet. Cat mm. one? The, Dude, the cat I'm one not was... eating anything that came out. I, I have a cat's cat, nasty cat ass. allergy. Yeah. Ooh, I, I'd I, rather I, go monkey on that one. Yeah, monkey, it's at least close to us. It's closer to eating human shit, which is fine with me. <laughs> well, it's more like diarrhea, and to be he, honest. Here's the deal with cat shit. It's got hair in it, first of all, and it never decomposes. Like, cat shit has been around longer than single-celled amoebas. Like, you'll find, like, if you're, you know, mowing your lawn one day, you could find some cat shit 
That's uh, what do they call petrified? Yeah. Thing? Oh yeah. It, it's it looks it's like white. a fucking fossil. Yeah. Like King Tut's cat shit years ago, and you could probably still find it if you wander wander around the pyramids for too long. Like cat shit stays forever. But I had this monkey poo coffee. <laughs> And, you know, first of all, when the guy serves you monkey poo coffee, you immediately, oh, this is great. You know, you can't have a moment where you go, oh, no, tastes like shit. <laughs> but, but this was actually, it was one of the best cups of coffee I ever had. Mm. I hope somehow they can make it for the Keurig so I can have it in the house and have some Keurig monkey. They should, they can just I have saw it. that. I saw that in your house. Yeah, I have a Keurig, yeah. It was a wedding present. So did best he... thing thing that happened for my wedding was the Keurig. By the way, you don't you don't put monkey shit coffee in your Mister Coffee. By the way, you don't you don't throw it in that. You you got to French press it. Special. As Buck used to work at Starbucks, you sure, understand? Sure. All right, so we've got a topic today, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go over some of the stuff from my strange addiction. So uh, here's our first one. Now this is a gal. Her name is Adele, and she has. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a gentleman named Nathaniel, and he has a very <laughs> interesting addiction. Nathaniel is in a committed relationship with a car that he's named Chase. He met hmm. Chase in a resale lot about five years ago. Now, now Chase is like a, a uh, I'd say it looks like a 99 Ford spray-painted red. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was love at first sight. His body and then his interior and everything just together just seemed to fit. And I just felt an instant connection. He Now, usually cars are females, correct me not. Yes. yes. This is, oh wow, this is double taboo. Yeah, this yeah. is like, you don't, like, all my cars have been females. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I call them, He's a, you know. He's got a, you know, there's some uh, homosexual tendencies there. Yeah. This, this Malibu I got right now, it's my boo. It's interesting because he's... It's he's, my boo. Yeah, it's my boo. <laughs> so I'm talking. He's thrown a bit of a curve there because it's like, again, you think the, the car's female, but he's explicit. Like, yeah. if he didn't want the double taboo of like the gay part, which, hey, God bless you if you're gay, sure. but if he didn't want the double taboo, he'd at least say, this is Lucille. Right. Or this is Brenda. Or Cherry. Something. Yeah, he's gay for a car. Cherry, yeah. This That's is weird. He shouldn't. If it's a Ford, he should have named it Harrison. It's not strange. It's weird. Nathaniel's obsession first developed as a teenager when he would build model cars, but he didn't find true love until he met Chase. I find this part of him the most sexy just because of the subtle lines and curves. I'll give him a kiss here and just kind of caress him down the side. Now here's... Now you think that's rough. Here's harsh audio right there. Here's the real bad part. At a certain part, if you have a car fetish, it's time to, to tell your father about it. Which is a dick move, you know. That's a oh, that's yeah. a bold move too. Yeah, like I, you know what? Like there, there's coming out, and then there's. That's what I was gonna say. It's like coming out for a gay guy. Yeah, it's coming out of the closet, and then there's coming out of the garage. <laughs> I think it was Very a, good. It was a Mosier on the Smodcast, and uh, Mosier once said, uh, "There's there's coming out of the closet, and then there's coming out of the second closet, <laughs> which is like admitting you're a bear or whatever." But I guess there's <laughs> coming out of the closet. It's like hey. I, I, I'm gay for cars. Like, that. that's next level. I don't even know. That's a closet within a closet within a closet. It's like holding a mirror up to a mirror, but with closets. Mm. This will take a minute. Talk about closet space, by the way. This guy has a walk-in closet. <laughs> He's coming out of the walk-in closet. Mm. Or the walk-in closet. Nathaniel asked me to come up here. Basically, he had something that he wanted to tell me. I don't know exactly what it's about, but I'd like to know uh, what's going on in his life. I'm uh, 
I'm just gonna come out and say it, I guess. I'm in an uh, intimate relationship with Chase, um, sexually and emotionally. Oh, You're in an intimate relationship with your car. car. And, yeah. there's and sexually with your car. Yes. It's your car. Yes. Uh. How does I don't. How does that work? How can you have <laughs> sex with a car? Mainly, it's just a lot of just rubbing up against him. Wow. Uh. Um, okay. Um, certain, and, and it involves masturbating as well. <laughs> help me out. <laughs> help help, help out. me out. Yeah. What the hell? Uh. Well, help me out. I want to learn more, son. Um, <laughs> and then he really he puts the cherry on top of the flaming baked Alaska. He just pulled that with the and I masturbate. <laughs> oh. Oh, you, you know, you think he'd put like a like a pocket uh, item. I, I guess it wouldn't be a pocket pussy because it's a mail car Ooh. into the tailpipe is what I would have figured he was going with. But mm, makes sense. Now at that point, the dad's got to be reviewing his whole childhood, raising the kid, and going, "Where the fuck did I fuck up? What did I? <laughs> what did I, what did I do? What did what, I not do? Exactly? Did I not tell him? I shouldn't have made him wash my car all those time, <laughs> exactly. damn times. You're you're reliving all those moments, man. Like as a father, because that's the car show. That's messed up, right? So you know, I you know, this might be an interesting way. Like, think about it this way. Like, um, there's the old weird thing where people go, um. Like if if they're coming out, like there's this weird bait and switch people do where they they say like they have a disease or something, and they say, oh yeah, I'm gay. But then everybody gets ups- upset about the disease because they're they're dying, and then they go, just kidding, I'm not dying, I uh, I'm gay. I'm you really a couple of come out parties or what? I'm, uh, I'm really alive and well, and I'm gay. Right, they go, oh, okay, yeah. shit, oh, I thought damn. you were dying. Yeah. yeah, And I think with this one, it's like, well, I fuck cars. Oh, shit. And I'm gay. You fuck cars? <laughs> right. right. Yeah, he is admitting to his dad right there that he is gay, right? I think so. Because well, he's gay for cars. I don't think he actually said he was gay. Uh, what the hell is that? I'm gay for cars. <laughs> maybe they're Southern. At least maybe they're like, well, at least it's an American car. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe there might be, you know, because if it was like, let's say he had like a Japanese car. Or, it, it ain't any of that weird German stuff. Or a Yugo. Yeah, right. he, is, he is effing American. Right. Yeah. But, you know, think about it this way. Like, um, you figure usually when it comes down to weird, bizarre sexual practices, the Germans have cornered the market. You figure maybe be fucking a Volkswagen. You know, <laughs> maybe an Audi. Yeah, sure. All right, moving on. That was that was he, a lot to. Fuck he's not that sh- experimental in the sack, I guess. No, he's got to go the plain old vanilla American chick. No, or and, dude, and, and it's a red car, so the the, the car's painted red. So the dad's like, you know, you're gonna get a lot of tickets driving this. <laughs> Imagine the ticket you get exposing yourself while driving. Oh. oh boy! So next we have a. Don't know how we're gonna beat that. We have Shayla, and uh, Shayla has a very strange. Addiction. Shayla. Everybody turned their head. Some people are really nasty. The woman always jealous because their husband can't keep their eyes off my breasts. But negative reactions aren't the only problem Shayla's triple K's create. Whoa. Whoa. When you have large breasts like me, there's a lot of things that you cannot do. I can't run. It's gonna be bouncing. When I eat, food always fall in my chest. <laughs> like nice. that food food falls in her chest. Her boobs are so big. Like she could like the woman she has thirty eight triple K breasts. KKK. Don't let that wow. be forgotten. Wow. Thirty eight triple K's and then you if you have thirty eight triple K's, you could you could lose a hungry man frozen meal in that. Yeah, exactly. 
Just have also, a banana. It's very though. hard to find clothes for me. And I can't tie my own shoes. Shayla's had 13 years to adjust to life with large breasts. She got her first set of implants at the age of 19. Oh, that's good for My natural size was this, a little bit cut. And then I jumped for the D cup. And then every six months I go in and say, that's not big enough, I need bigger. 13 years and 22 surgery later, I am a triple K. Wow. Wow. Horrible. I don't want to hear her anymore because it's like she brought this on herself. Yeah. You know, she's complaining, but she brought all this on herself. It's like genital mutilation. Like, um, <sighs> it was somebody I was, I was I was reading something online. It was a lot of people protest the fact that in uh, like Africa and uh, maybe uh, I think maybe some countries in the Middle East, they uh, they female castration. Yeah, they uh, yeah they castrate a woman. They literally they take off their balls. I, I don't think it's actually literal. I don't think women have balls, Todd. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I think I'm. Like I said, I think kind of okay. kind of sure, but not. Yes, I'm. I'm right there with you. You know, it is a woman, so you can't okay. really tell what's going on. Yeah. Well, they call you know what's going on down there. The the fe- yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I'm still unclear. It's a hazy mystery. No, I don't know. Yeah. Her- they say something about a little man in a boat. I don't see those. <laughs> there's no men. There's no boats. I'm still. I don't know. Still searching. I don't know where we are right now. Um, what happened, people were saying that, you know, they have genital mutilation in other countries, but isn't a certain form of lots of things American women and, you know, women across the globe do, when, when you're enlarging your breasts like that, that is a form of genital mutilation, correct? And it's societally approved. We all approve this mutilation of the genitals, but really, you know, how can you judge when, when you're doing that versus, you know... She's uh, messing with her chesticles. Yeah, and by that time, I mean she's had twenty-two surgeries, right? There's no feeling, you know. She has no sensation. I would imagine after twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking all over. Like after twenty-two surgeries, man, come on. I like if from a B, she said to a triple K. Right, you're you're stretching stuff. You you know, you're putting fifty pounds of shit in a ten-pound bag right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you stretch that (laughs) skin out? Yeah. You're going to have stretch marks. You know, you know the amount of cocoa butter she probably has to put on the titties on a daily basis? Wow. You know, I am, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can get into that. Some guys are into that, though. I'm, I'm sure there are guys that, like, like if I saw that woman walking down the street, I would be like, oh. Like, I would be kind of, I would kind of snicker to myself. Oh, yeah. I'd my, be laughing my ass off. My wife would slap me. Just slap me across the face for no reason. But I'd be like, no, no, no. This is gentle mutilation. This is bad. This is bad. <laughs> She'd be like, you like it. i like, no, no. I don't like it. I like feet. And be like, no, I didn't say I like feet. I'm sorry. Um, oh shit. So that being said, you're neither a tit or an ass man. You're a foot guy. No, I'm an ass man. You're but, a foot guy. But you know, I don't know. It's it's disturbing. Triple K. You know, I'm <laughs> a, I'm unsure on the whole bra size thing. I mean, you know, call me stupid, but I, I just like when it comes to the K cup, and she's a thirty-eight triple K. So it's all right. The, 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 thirty-eight's around? the way. Yeah, thirty-eight's around. Yeah, and so the, she ain't a skinny girl. No. So what's the difference between <laughs> a a K and a triple K? Like, and then K K. What comes after K in the alphabet? L. L. Oh. I've never met a woman with L, but they have like Z's. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's there's that one weird thing. There is that that weird thing where uh, letters just kind of indiscriminately fly. It's like yeah. the metric system, you know. I just don't understand it. I don't either. 
It's the bra metric system. Hmm. All right, what do we got here next? We got the... Uh, let's see here. Okay. Next, we have a guy named Josh who has a strange... Oh, no, that's Mary. Can't Mary's Mary? cat... Oh, no, no. no. This is Josh. Ooh. Wow. He's My addicted name is to Josh. Techno. I'm 27. No. I live in Worcester, Ohio, and I'm addicted to eating glass. Ugh. Oh, that's no. Like a, that's a side joke. When thing. I bite into the glass, I just get like a warm feeling. Oh, my God. Kind of get a little bit tingly. Yeah, that's it's cutting your mouth. Normally, <laughs> when I look for a glass to eat, I look for uh, champagne glasses, wine glasses, light bulbs. Oy vey. Mary. You, you hope he doesn't eat like the eco friendly light bulb with like the, 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 the tube that goes around and the, the springy kind of oh, like yeah. the little pigtail. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I mean, um,. His stomach can digest this? Yeah, I'm wondering. I think that, like, that's eventually crazy to me. you mm. get over it because that's cutting up your intestines. It's your whole insides. Imagine, yeah. okay, imagine this. Imagine if you ate a champagne glass, right? It was a celebratory night. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you drink the booze, and then you eat the glass, smash it with a hammer. And then after that, you follow it up with some buffalo wings. That's right? what I'm saying, yeah. Like, imagine, okay, so it Ooh. cuts through the intestines, right? Like you're, you're in, there's just shards of glass in your intestines. Like your intestines start to look like a, a landfill or a parking lot after a Raider game, and good. then you pour the hot sauce through there. I'm sure that's got to be horrible. Or some I'm sorry sauce. I'm some I'm sorry uh, sauce you that you gave that. us with yeah. the ghost chili. There you go. Like okay, now imagine this. Riddle me this, far out podcast listeners, mm. Buck and Elliot. When you poo, uh. you're shitting glass. Mm. Like you are literally, you're you're knocking a coke bottle through your anus, mm. right? In in it's all various shards, right? Then you hit it with the bidet, but you know, like, oh, you'd have to hit that with the bidet. Imagine Oof. what the guy's septic tank looks like. Oh, he must get it changed out all the time. I think eventually, probably at some point, the guy takes a dump. It's like, oh, look a diamond. <laughs> hey, how's it going in there? I'm shitting glass. <laughs> you know, L- literally, man, I'm he's shitting, shitting glass. glass. <laughs> oh God! You know, in the way the the way in is bad, but the way out, God bless him. All right, what do we got next here? We've got uh, Mary. He's oh, got a strange man. addiction, and I'm gonna I'm gonna preload this one because I think we already slightly heard it. Oh, She's man. addicted to eating cat food. You guys ever mm. eat cat food? No, no. I was once I was at a party and I was drunk, and one of my wife's friends cornered me in the corner of the uh, party. And mm. she opened my mouth, and she forced cat food into my mouth. Ay, 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 why? And I, it, it tasted kind of like a, you know, Teddy Grahams, but without the honey taste. It was that kind of chalky thing, and it tastes just like it smells, pretty much. Was it like the high-end shit that's like individually wrapped that, sh- you know? You didn't no, like that? no, she didn't give me any Sheba. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I was trying to think of the name, yeah. No, yeah. you don't Sheba. share that. No, you don't share <laughs> that. That's a good shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a- they had a back room at the party. They weren't letting anybody in. They're sitting <laughs> eating Sheba. It's like it's like the, the Coke part of the party. It's like, yeah. everybody's in the back room. What's everybody doing? You can't go in there. Can't go. They're, 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 eat, they're feeding Sheba to somebody else. Mm. But uh, so, yeah, Mary's got a cat food, Jones. So uh, let's hear it. Pray. Mary's cat food cravings started five years ago after a difficult divorce. She began spending all her time at home with her three cats. Yep. Oh, then yeah, one day yes. she had the urge to eat a cat treat. And was instantly hooked. When does that happen? Because I have mm. strange desires sometimes to do something that maybe I shouldn't be doing. 
But I never go, I got a cat food, Jones. But you're not a crazy cat lady. That's yeah, true. I was around a dog for 15 years. I never wanted to eat the dog's food. I, when I was, when I was a little kid, I did try one piece of kibble, and I was like, meh. Yeah, I can see why dogs eat this. No, I what? can see why people don't. You know, one time I did just to a, you know, I, I cared about my dog, Polly, a lot. You know, and it said new and improved chicken flavor on her old dog food, so I wanted to. <laughs> make sure it tasted like chicken don't taste like it don't taste like anything not that really. they advertise yeah, yeah no not really no it it, it didn't it, taste like chicken it tastes like what a cardboard smells like i gotta say <laughs> hmm. I, you know i never I, I have a tortoise and i feed it various vegetations yeah but that's a, that's not a mammal you know there's no link oh and you know hmm. we have we have this, like a tortoise kibble kind of thing that i give them every once in a while it's high in vitamin d a bunch of stuff the tortoise needs to keep a nice hard firm shell when it comes to the tortoise, you want to make sure the, you know, the uh, shell is firm. Can we, sure. can we get you to taste that right now? Maybe I should go on for a half an hour about feeding my tortoise, maybe. <laughs> Did but, you ever, have you ever been to Mexico? Have you ever eaten tortoise? They eat tortoise in Mexico? Oh, yeah, they, you can yeah. eat tortoise. Yeah, yeah. You need tortoise and they also have like tortoise lotion. And it's supposed to be very good for your skin. Yeah, in Asia, that's, turtle yep. soup's pretty popular. I had it years ago. That's wrong. I don't think they do it now. As a tortoise, <laughs> I'm sorry, Todd. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. As a tortoise owner who understands the complex personalities and deep psychological recesses of the tortoise, <sighs> uh, yeah, but I've never felt the need to eat my tortoise's uh, food. And really, they eat tortoises in Mexico. They did when I was down there. Yeah, that's I had some. Fucked up. That was years ago. It's ninety-five. Yeah, yeah. It's not like there's a lot of animals running around down there. Other than dogs, <laughs> jackalope. It might have been dog, and they told me it was tortoise. Oh uh, yeah, you are you are a tortoise. <laughs> I am the gringo in this situation. <laughs> oh no, it's cool. We give it tortoise. No, it's turtle, man. Yes, turtle. <laughs> I mean, it's all relative. It's like what what the fuck do we eat? we eat chickens and right. and beefs and you know nothing wrong with it. I've had goat, you know goat, I've had yeah, goat, yeah. Had goat, yeah, mutton, yeah. Mm. You know we're all we're all. I mean, you know horse, haggis, horses for love haggis, haggis, yeah. Ugh. Horses for horses for courses. Tastes as good as it sounds, as they say. All right, here, here a little bit more about eating cat food, please. Yeah, yeah. I start thinking about a certain flavor cat treat, and my mouth will water. These little square ones. She's a connoisseur. Have a cheesy. Uh, oh, the cheesy ones. Taste I remember them. that smell. These are the beefy ones. Since when do cats like cheese? By the way, it seems like they're marketing this to humans. Oh, cats love cheese. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's. It's milk. Do do cats make cheese naturally? Like, is it like well, we found that cats by themselves in their natural habitat make cheese. Well, if you know, if they had the technology, they probably would. So we're holding back from letting cats know about the technology of making cheese. I think we would. Okay. Mm. On a scale of one to ten, the crunch factor is a ten. Eleven. It's gross. There's four basic food groups, and cat treats are not one of them. There's well, to be four. Yeah. Yeah. Wise man right there. <laughs> I'm sure, well, actually, to be fair, they're a carbohydrate. I realize that taco is probably in my, you know, daily four. That's probably like the taco three out group? of four. Taco is three out of the four probably. That's yeah. what I learned about my diet. That's how I eat. You know, it's funny. People talk about like uh, American food and stuff, and I just tacos, burritos. That to me is just maybe you know, growing up in LA. That's just that's just like I eat more tacos than hamburgers. It's part of our culture, right? Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. like I was at a bar the other day. I was with um, our good buddy Mike Raffone, and we were at a bar in Santa Monica. Yeah, and uh, I always like it when I try to make a little humor with somebody, and they just completely miss it. And they like they think I'm being serious. Sure. And I was talking to the the the, the, the bartender came up. 
And uh, I was like, oh, you know, what are the specials on beer? It's like $3 domestics. And I was like, oh, well, could I have a Tecate? You know, is that a domestic? And she goes, no, no. Uh, Tecate is a, from Mexico. From Mexico. Yeah. And I go, well, think about it this way. There are breweries in Connecticut. And Connecticut is literally like 20,000 miles away. But that's three bucks. But Mexico, I could walk to Mexico from here. And uh, what, what, that's, uh, that, that, that's not a domestic? And then the woman looked at me. She's like, Mexico is another country. And started like <laughs> explaining to me like geographical borders. Wow. And I was like, I was just trying to make like a, a jokey point. And she sure. looked at me. I don't know. Her, her inability to understand my humor was reflected in the tip. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know. You, you're also the asshole guy who was like, can I get a dollar off? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> On technicality. Basically. Yeah, I figure at a certain point my knowledge of you know geography and my cheapness intersects, and I felt I could win on that one, mm. but it really didn't work out. Mm. All right, we got anything else left here? I think we have one left here, and so this is Adele. Now Adele has a strange addiction. Someone like you. Someone like I can't even listen. Like I, I like Adele. She's all right. She's a she's a shit kicking English woman. Yeah, like, I don't mind her. Adele yeah, is cool. Adele is the equivalent of like Mama George Cass. Like, yeah, you know, well, she's a little larger. She's got, she's got big lungs on her. But, like, for an American, like, she's like a, um, it would be the equivalent of having, like, a big country singer, I feel like, in America. Because she's like a, a shit kicker from, like, the outskirts of England, like, the north, which would be, like, the south to us. Like, northern England, like, Mancunian, like, Manchester people. Well, like, it's, yeah, it's it's near that frontier that people call Scotland. Yes. Where Elliot's cheap people are from. All right. Last one here. Last one. My name's Adele. Ooh. I'm 30 years old. I'm from Bradenton, Florida. And my addiction is eating couch cushions. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> like the inside? My earliest memory of mm-hmm. eating cushion, I was about 10 years old, and my cousin, we were in his room, and he's like, try this. On a daily basis, um, I probably eat about eight and a half by 11 piece of cushion. I just take little bite-sized pieces and snack on it all day. Mm. Sometimes I'll just go on like a binge where I'll just keep going for like 20, 25 minutes straight of just eating cushion. Mm. I love couch cushion. The way it sits in my mouth, it's soft and it's a good taste. Mm. The darker cushion, the yellow cushion that that tastes better. It just has a stronger flavor. This is the damage that I've done so far. Now you, you, aye, aye, aye. Now you wonder how many uh, pennies she accidentally ingests. If you're like eating like the cushions of your couch, you're like, oh, copper. You know. I, I like that she got it pushed on. Yes. Like it wasn't just you know most of these are like oh I found something weird. Yeah. Someone else like. Yes, her family member got her into this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that too. Yeah. That's a. Yeah. Uh, and the way she talks about it, that's a real addiction. Most of these people are like, I like, and she's like, you know what I'm really into? Yeah, there's a Eating fucking cushion all goddamn day. Now, I know visually I didn't see this. So is she eating the inside first? Does she eat the outside of the cushion? What's going on? Yeah, if you were to open up like your couch cushion, there's a couch here in the garage right now. If you were to open up the cushions and you see the big uh, fluffy part in there, like the yellow cushioning in there, she takes parts of it out and she literally eats it. 
Yeah, you don't eat the skin off a cow. Now, here's the thing. I think that the cousin that said eat cushion also was was doing a bait and switch, and also there's probably some molestation that happened there. Mm. And she's trying to master the molestation by eating cushion. He's like, uh, first of all, eat some cushion there, and then I want you to inspect my junk or you know whatever people do when they're molesting. I'll show him. Yeah, so maybe she's trying to master that by eating couch cushion because I don't think naturally... Uh, I've never... Anybody ever eaten couch cushion here? No. No? Nobody? Not saying yes, but uh, I'm not saying no. Yeah? Did we, it, she didn't even say... If, was it soft fill? Was it firm? It was like the... It was, she got some color on it, and I don't think I've ever seen cushion color-coded. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's the darker part because it's dirtier, essentially. Now, the weird thing is I wonder if this woman ever came to my house and saw my memory foam mattress if it would be the equivalent of like you know somebody with a major you know who's morbidly obese with a massive feeding problem who just saw like a whole bunch of like french fries or fried sausages like she'd probably just shove her face in it so the other part of this show that i want to see i know we're still taking it back to the bathroom is how you know because she's basically filling her stomach up with what this this shit right here it all goes back to the bathroom she's yes. probably yes it all goes back to the bathroom they gotta have a camera on them like not when they're going doing their right after better know? than shit in glass I'll tell you that that's what yeah. I'm saying all these guys that's an easy pass nice and soft <laughs> there's other yeah. there's other shows though wasn't the last one where chick was eating rocks yeah oh I mean, yeah come on. You're really going to dent the porcelain. So th- this woman here, she she's eaten 200 pounds of furniture. Oh. She's eaten seven couches and two chairs. So she probably goes on Craigslist when someone's selling a couch. And she's mm. like, instead of, uh, you know, don't move into the living room, put it in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like she just sits down and then she Th- just that's an expensive habit. This is a real this is a real addiction. Seventy dollar recliner. That sounds good. Like she yeah. walks into living spaces furniture and it's kind of like going to hometown buffet. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That mm, leather. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. My name is Todd Perry. I hope you enjoyed our show. If you enjoy the show, put a comment up on iTunes. Put a comment up on Zoom. Comment on our site. We love hearing from everybody. Uh, if you're one of those listeners out there who I don't know who you are, who there's hundreds out there, I mean, we, ha- we have a, a certain amount of people that always comment, always talk to us on Twitter. If you're one of these people, come out of the woodwork. Uh, we're kind. We're nice. You know, I always have nice email exchanges with listeners, and uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see who you are. So thank you for listening to the Far All Podcast, and we'll be back soon. I want to be free like the bluebirds flying by me, like the waves out on the blue sea. If your love has to tie me, don't try me, say goodbye. I wanna be free. Don't say you love me, say you like me. But when I need you beside me, stay close enough to guide me. Confide in me I wanna hold your hand Walk along the sand Laughing in the sun Always having fun Doing all those things Without any strings
be free like the warm September wind, babe. Say you'll always be my friend, babe. We can make it to the end.